You guys know what a, what Clussy is? No, um, no idea. En- enlighten us, Stefan. And the Padme page, we just stuck. Wow. <laughs> yeah, people I've jerked off to um, Lego. Um, this fucking name. I can't think because I was fucking jerking well, it so hard. What was his name? <laughs> Lego it's a trap. Lego it's Voldemort. A trap? Oh, you, oh, uh, Agmar. Agmar. <laughs> Lego. One of those fish gills. You're like, oh, oh, it's not a trap. Oh. Admiral Backdoor. <laughs> <laughs> is if if he's trans, is he a trap? What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I am your host, Anthony. And I'm your host, Jason. And we are back once again with our good pal, Stefan Perez. I don't know why I'm here, but hello. <laughs> um, we're kind of winging it this time. Uh, this is, yeah, what so, are we doing? There's so much to talk. I don't know what I'm doing. I, 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 I had it all figured out. Um, I did see Batman again, though. So maybe we'll uh, have another uh, little little chit chat about that. A review. A re re Yeah, review. Yeah, another review about that. Jason, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I mean, I'm just gonna sit here and watch you guys chimp out. I I mean. I've been good. I've been good. <laughs> uh, J- Jason, did he see the Batman again? Did no, I haven't seen it since. No, actually, wait, I did see it again. Um, so I've only seen it twice. Okay, well, you've seen it You twice. guys have seen it how I've seen times? it twice. I've seen it three times. Okay. Really? You've and seen I'm it seeing twice? it again three times? I'm seeing it again tomorrow. Oh, my God. God you must really be <clears throat> I'm a simp for Batman. I'm Pattinson. a simp. It's not that I think the movie's the best thing that ever, like, on God's earth. It's more just kind of like, eh, hey, it's a really good movie. I'm obsessed with Batman, and, like, friends of mine keep wanting to go see it. So I'm like, sure, I'll go with you. Yeah. Uh, seeing it a second time, because um, I didn't know what to expect, really, and I just kind of expected it to be, like, whatever. Um, but like, I, I, like this time I felt like relaxed cause I knew kind of what was happening and I could enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. And, uh, it really felt like this is like the perfect Batman movie, like a perfect, not the best Batman movie that has come out, but like the best, like Batman movie. And I think yeah. probably somebody said that last time. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it is the most Batman of all Batman movies. Yeah. Like it's, uh, to, to everything. Like it did it really well. Um, and uh, I, I also felt like, even though like this is an even grittier and darker Batman, I also thought this one would be like one of the ones that kids would most like out of like the Dark Knight trilogy. You think um, so? Yeah, because like it did feel a little bit more like cartoony or something in, in some sort of way. I don't know. Like it felt like there was much more of an expansive world to it. Yeah. Uh, like th- it wasn't just this. Like these movies. Like right here in this world. Uh, kind of like the. Dark Knight trilogy does feel like it is. I don't know. It's limited to just th- these movies, and there's nothing else really outside of it. Um, like I, there was a reviewer that I uh, that was talking about like the last one, like Dark Knight Rises, which is like this seems like the real of like what really happened that started like the Batman mythos, and then like every iteration after that has just been an interpretation of this sort of thing. Like so, imagine this as being like the real world sort of what happened. You know, like having Joseph Gordon-Levitt be Robin, and then that made the Boy Wonder afterwards sort of thing. It kind of spun off from that. Like so, it's kind of like a, a weird interpretation. In that oh, that's kind of I never looked at it that way. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, so that's <clears throat> kind of how I viewed it, and they're very good movies. But Christopher Nolan isn't like a 
from from what I understand, not like a huge Batman fan. He likes the story and everything, but uh, Matt Reeves is a very big Batman fan, and it shows. Yeah, and it's it's like I mean, the newest Batman just kind of had felt more like any Batman. It felt more Batmany than any other Batman thing I've seen since I guess maybe the the nineties or you know eighty nine Batman. Um, I don't know. And then like the Dark Knight movies were, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just kind of like, imagine if the Dark Knight was a real person. And then like later on, they made like a mythos about him. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of how it feels where like not a lot happened. He didn't do much. He lasted for about a year via like in the, in the chronology of like the Dark Knight like universe. It's like, he was only Batman for like maybe a year and a half. And then he like goes away. He took that really long break in between Dark Knight and Dark Knight. Yeah, like eight year break. And then he comes back. (laughs) That was was insane. He comes back for like a month and then he dies. Or doesn't die, and it's just like wow. It's speculated if he dies or not. Yeah. Well, I mean, he doesn't because at the end, it's like you see him, and you know, it's funny, Stefan. You 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 said something, and I might have mentioned this in the Dark Knight trilogy episode we did, but it's like you said you were like it would have been so cool because they set up the whole like you know also you know I'm happy to see you at a cafe with the waffing kids, and like there's that point where he goes back to the cafe at the end of the movie, and then you just see him look. And then you hear yeah. dun, 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 and he nods. And it would have been cool if they just left it there and they didn't show bruce wayne yeah they just didn't show bruce wayne they just you just see his reaction yeah but uh i i yeah it would be more funny if he was like crying or something oh i I also kind of feel like that could have easily just have been just a an added insert later or just like uh well because anne hathaway is in the shot too so yeah yeah i noticed that um but yeah like it was uh that could have easily been just taken out and also the thing thing with like robin like I had said it at the time, where it felt like it was probably added later because you hear them call him Robin off screen. Yeah, it's an ADR line. It's an ADR line, so that could have also not have even been in the script. I don't know. I think even when he's like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think even when he's like, you can try my legal name. Like I don't know if they filmed him saying that, or if that was a. Uh, yeah, that was off screen too. Was it off screen? Okay. Yeah, and like his reaction is like not really a reaction. Yeah, but it's I funny just, though that his middle name is Robin. I mean, that or it's was his real identity. It's, it's his real first name. Okay, yeah. Instead of John, what if he said like, "My real name is Dick," <clears throat> or "My real name is Jason," or "My real name is Tim"? You know? But yeah. You well, put the, I, I think he put was the pieces together. Well, though. basically, from what I understand, like what what what's his name? Christopher Nolan talked about is he's like he's like he's more of a reference to Robin. He's a nod. He's not literally Robin. That's yeah. from what I remember, because it's like, like, yeah, like you, you expect him to take up the mantle of the Dark Knight because he's in the Batcave, and and you know you saw the gear, all the stuff starting up, but it's like, is he gonna be Batman? Is he gonna be Robin? Is he gonna be Nightwing? Is he gonna just be Red Hood? Like, who's he gonna be? Mm-hmm. Like, who? All you know is that like he is going to take on the mantle of the vigilante of the of the hero that Gotham needs, the a, a dark hero, a dark knight, as it were. He should have. Uh had it be like use my legal name robin yes robin and last name boy wonder wow interesting <laughs> yeah my parents were hippies <laughs> <laughs> so but they already had like a reference to robin earlier in the movie like with the um or, or am i mistaking it for justice league like the r like in the in the the gotham stadium was like the robin r oh i wasn't uh, paying attention to that 
that might have been. I don't remember. Might there been. was there was a lot of like little references here and I, I watched like some video on that. I was like, oh, there's references to this and that and in this and like, but it's just like it's just nods. It's like it's nothing that like no one wasn't being like you know oh I'm setting it up for a sequel. It's just like more like yeah I'm just gonna throw this in there because you know yeah. Batman. But I, I don't honestly remember that. That, that might have been a thing. Um, so since you've seen uh, the Batman and you're gonna see it for the fourth time. Have both of you seen the the cuts uh, scene that was uh, the Joker that they used? The Joker thing. I did. I did, yeah. That was really cool. I liked it a lot. Um, Did you feel like that needed to be in the movie? Because I think if that scene was in the movie, it would have overshadowed the Riddler as the villain. It it probably would have. It it was a very good scene on its own, but it was kind of not needed because it didn't really go anywhere. It just kind of introduced Joker, and it would have been – it might have been a little bit too just – I don't know, fan service sort of thing. Yeah. But, but however, I think it would have made a lot more sense right when Joker shows up at the end, but it might have been too distracting in the middle. So they just kind of have to, to weigh their options, and they just took that scene out. But it's very good on its own. You think they deserved it. Yeah. I honestly don't even remember the scene. Like, I saw it online when you sent it to me, Jason. Like, you sent it to me, and then Stefan told me right afterwards about it. So I watched it, and I was like, all right. Another Joker. A Joker, yay. I mean, I liked it. It wasn't like, it was, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, the good actor, yes. Uh, I like the physical interpretation of him. It's just kind of like, look, it's like, oh, he fell into the chemicals and like got fucked up. Because there's like chemical burns Burns on on his his skin. So I think they're going to stick with the ace chemical thing. Maybe. I mean, they they could change that. But Matt Reeves said of what that is. And he said it was a. Like like self-mutilation? No, no. He said it was a, it was a medical condition that he was born with. And so that's going to be the explanation, like some sort of medical condition that makes him look like that. And the way that Joker interprets it is like, oh, life has uh, uh, this is like a, a big joke on me, a big practical joke of life on me to be born this way. Um, however, I don't I don't really like that interpretation because the whole point is that like uh like Joker, because it would make it, it would, it would kind of take the, um, I don't know, it would be kind of more like the Walking uh, Phoenix Joker, which is like society made him this way, so it would be kind of the same interpretation. But it's like I, I, what I like is just that Joker. Like we don't really know anything about him, and like it kind of raises some questions for me. Just like okay, so like this medical condition, it would make you, you know, people would know who you are for your whole life, and maybe they're not gonna. They're not hey, it's that kid yet. with the boils on his skin and yeah. the like fucked up like leprosy face. Yeah, like, yeah. like all of the hair ripped off on the back of his head too. I don't know if that was like he did that because he's crazy. I, I, I like that interpretation that he's like self mutilating um, himself. Like that, that's pretty cool. His teeth were all fucked up. Like he had it. It's weird because you've only seen it once, Anth- uh, Anthony. That's Anthony. What's my name? Anthony. Anty. 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 Sympathy. Sympathy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but he had the scars on mm-hmm. his face with his teeth all fucked up. Because you said that it looked a little like Heath uh, Ledger. No, it it um he sounded like Heath. I I, I kind of just feel like that's the that's the Hollywood Joker now, except for like you know like like basically like Jared Leto and and this guy uh what's his fucking name? Uh, Irish guy. Uh, uh, I don't know, Timothy Chalamet. Timothy, <laughs> he's, uh, he's French. Uh, the guy that just they for the Joker, the, yeah. uh, Barry. I said something? his fucking name in the thing, like Barry, Barry Conan, yeah. Barry, Barry, yeah. Barry White, Barry White. I can't get enough of Batman, baby. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, 
you know, it, it, it had that like, oh, I have that kind of voice, you know, like, oh, like the Batman. Oh, I'm not going to yeah. kill you. I'm just going to hurt you real bad. Like, and I don't know, maybe, maybe Hollywood has been like, you know what? Like, it's just, it's not going to work to have a Mark Hamill style Joker. It's not going to work to do that. We're going to stick with this kind of like Joker. But I, I, well, first of all, like, yeah, I kind of feel like it just it takes away from the rest of the movie because it's like one of the things I liked about this before I saw the movie was just kind of like, hey, it's Penguin, it's Riddler, uh, you know, and then I heard it's like, oh, we're bringing in the Falcones and I'm like, ooh, like like all these like other like villains in the comic books that have been like expanded upon and have great comics written about all of them. And it's like, this is good. I like this. And then it's like, oh, the Joker's in it. Remember the Joker? Like. Because then it's like all the fans are going to go nuts about it. Yeah, and like, and, like and that's exactly what's going on. It's kind of like everyone's like, oh, look, guys, the Joker's back. Like, oh, the Joker, the Joker. It's like, it's one scene. You can barely see him, first of all. You can barely fucking yeah. see him. And it's like <laughs> one, I guess, the one thing that was kind of cool about it, what, like, what they imply is kind of like, oh, they've met before. There yeah. was an encounter between Joker and Batman already. You said something like it's our anniversary or something like that. Yeah, and I liked that. I'm like, I'm like okay, cool. We're not going to have another movie where it's like, uh, you know, uh, they they're meeting for the first time or anything it's like yeah it's like everything's kind of already set up because he's been batman this is year two so it's yeah. like you've been doing this for and, a bit and they've already had a matchup and you kind of see you know that he has had you know an effect on the city like you have that joker gang in the beginning <clears throat> like uh, are they a joker gang i thought because yeah. like I, well i thought about it again like i realized like because when i when i first watched it, I'm like oh like it's a joker gang but then you see it again it's like oh it's during halloween so they're just they're, they're just skeleton looking dudes like because like, yeah, like they had that joker look to him and i was kind of wondering yeah if that had any relation to the joker but there's no purple or green or red it's just black and white yeah is it is yeah. there no like red or anything like that not that i remember correct but me they had wrong. like a smile kind of put on their face yeah but i mean it's halloween though like you just yeah said, so. and i thought about that again well because there was one kid right who seemed like the prospect who by the way i don't know if we've already talked about this but he had a red hood that kid who hesitated to fight batman in, oh, yeah. in that opening scene so not sure if that's going to be uh, Jason Todd or not, but it's like he had a half face, which you know implies that oh he's only he's only half blooded in the gang. He's a prospect, you know. Yeah. He's so that would make stripes. me think that the the gang itself was like a Joker gang. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think that it was. I, I mean, I, I I mean, like when I was watching it, that's what it said to me. Okay. That, but it might not be. But uh, I think that. Uh, that would be great if it was, because then it would be like Joker has had an effect on the city already, yeah. and that they've fought before, and like, uh, yeah, and the way that they did sh like shoot it is like they don't they never show like a full like face shot of him. Like I've seen some pictures where they like, they composite it, yeah. where you they yeah show I exactly had that what it too, like. and like uh, he looks pretty cool, but I think that the way that they kind of do it is great because they know that the character is so like iconic and powerful so they don't even give him to you and also it's kind of like averting your eyes from him too because he's just like so gross and it was uh it was a great way to to film him um and that that uh the the cinematographer he was the same one for dune i believe no shit yeah he's the same one for dune <laughs> and also he uh and he just won uh, the Oscar for Best Cinematography. So he could get it again next year for The Batman. Ooh. Even though people didn't like how dark it was, I liked it. I mean, it's like noir-like. I don't know. I liked it, how well, dark it was. There's nothing yeah, wrong with the darkness. Yeah, I think that scene where we're talking I about the, the Joker um, 
a lot of people were comparing it to Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. You know, he's seeking the Joker's advice on Riddler, but it was weird because Batman, I don't feel, would do something like that because he tries to solve these uh, uh, puzzles and everything or the, the crime scene by just, like, you know, on his own. And he's asking the Joker for well, help. I thought it was he's done weird. that in the comics. Um, one of it's the Red Hood comic. The, the, the You know, when, when, uh, when Jason Todd is revealed to be alive, like, he actually... Because he's just like, because the Red Hood returns, and the first thing he does is he goes to uh, Arkham, and he's like, "Hey, like, do you have anything to do with this?" And and then basically, no, he didn't. Um, they also do the same thing in the Killing Joke. Yeah, well, the Killing Joke. I don't know. I did I already say I don't like this comic on the air? I already. I have no idea. Okay, well, I don't like that comic, and I don't like that comic because it doesn't it doesn't feel very Batmany. Alan Moore doesn't even like it. It's more yeah. based on the Joker, though, about his origin, if you want to call it yeah. origin. I, and I remember, like, like going, like, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. To answer your question, he goes to the Joker because he's trying to, like, make amends. Mm. But it's like, why would you try to make amends with a villain who's, like, who you know is just gone? But it didn't turn out to be the Joker. It turned out to be... Well, right, yeah. Like, it it was know, a guy, like, pretending. he escaped, right? Like, you know, you see him, he grabs his hand, and then there's paint all over his skin. Then he's just like, I'm sorry, he made me do it. And then Joker's at a carnival, and the story begins but yeah i mean he he's he's known to do that in the comics he's known to consult villains about something like being like hey you know this you know maybe maybe you 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 can help me on it maybe do you have something to do with it like i don't know like so it it makes sense it's canon it's in his character to do that um the performance was not bad um you know it's it's like you know i feel i feel like an asshole comparing him to ledger but that that voice you know a lot of these guys are doing that voice now and 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 I don't know. I, I liked what really I really liked about Joaquin Phoenix. It's just it's just his voice. It's just like, hey, I'm 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 Joker guy. I'm this is just my normal voice and I'm dressed like and like I really liked that. I actually saw you guys know that guy Harley's Joker? That cosplay no. dude? Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. He did a Batman Joker film with a buddy of his and he, he obviously played the Joker and he just talked normally. Like he's eccentric and he's like, hey, like, you know, there's there's tone to his voice, but like he's not like ooh or like ugh or anything. It's just like it's just a voice. And I was yeah. I, I liked that. I was just like, yeah, like because it's we've seen it all already. We've heard it all. We've heard all the different voices. And so it's like, yeah, try bringing in just a different voice. You can still have a laugh, like, you know, do an interesting laugh. But but like, you know, but that being said, overall, I didn't think it was necessary for the film. I thought the guy's performance was fine. It was it didn't really captivate me, per se. But, I mean, I think he's going to need more than a five-minute scene where his face is blurred out and he doesn't have a lot of lines. And Well, you were saying you were hoping that the Joker, if they showed him in this new Batman trilogy or whatever it's going to be, that it was going to be, you know, Joaquin Phoenix. Well, yeah, I was, well, I was, what I was really hoping for was that there would be, yeah, that you'd find out that the movies would be canon with one another. And I think because of the universe that was set up during the Joker film, where it's like, you know, you already have like a dingy, gross Gotham. Everyone's an asshole. Like Thomas Wayne seems like a dick. He seems like he could be corrupt. You don't know in the in the Joker film. But then like you kind of get that in this. It's like, well, he wasn't corrupt, but he had a moment of weakness and essentially asked a mob boss for help. Which, you know, you know, he was a yeah, it screwed him over at the in the end and possibly got him killed. It depends on how you interpret that last bit in the film. But like I thought it had, like, a really good setup to, like, you know, especially when, when Joker's parents were killed by, or, sorry, uh, Bruce's parents were killed by Jokers, like, people in Joker masks. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you, I probably mentioned this before, but it's, like, you would create a a Batman who hates that aesthetic. He hates clowns. He hates anyone who, who like, tries to, like, uh, don the makeup 
as as a means of like an alter ego or to commit crime. And so it, be, it makes the relationship between Joker and Batman that much more volatile. It would also make, I would think, uh, Batman even more uh, ideological. Because this whole thing was like uh, a show of anarchy. Like his parents were killed in the middle of this. Like his parents died trying to you know, bring order and bring you know, something, some sort of you know, cordialness to Gotham City. And they were murdered like in the middle of all this chaos. So it's like he would be even more like hardline, like we need order. I need to beat people into submission, you know. So it would be very much like the Dark Knight Returns Batman, like like even more so, you know. He would be just like we need order. Like my parents died during a, a riot, you know. That like this anarchist Joker sort of like by clowns, like by yeah, guys by clowns, clowns, and, so, and you know, yeah, like you would uh, you would get like that Frank Miller Batman like hardcore. Yeah. Which would be really interesting to do to like have like one who is just like a borderline like psycho, like Batman, like almost unlikable. Um, but you know, you can't really do that with your intellectual property. Uh, they wouldn't do that. But that would be an interesting interpretation. Well, it's like you you could start him out where he's like that and then he can have a, you know, an arc in the in the movie where it's like he chills out a, a bit, you know, and and yeah. you know, it's like you know, there gonna be a little goofy scene like, "Be careful, Master Wayne. You're starting to become like the people that you're trying to." Yeah, and I think defeat. that you can kind of have some of that, like in the the Battinson universe. The Battinson yeah. uh, is, you know, he doesn't care about anything. You know, he's kind of nihilistic. He's ready to die, and he's all about just going out and uh, trying to get justice or whatever. And he's kind of this shut in, and. Uh, that's when I think that they should bring in uh, they should bring in Robin. I think they should, and like not just like Chris O'Donnell, like Robin, like a kid. They should, and because that brings its own like ethical sort of dilemmas there, which is like, why would you bring a kid into this? Like, are you a psycho? <laughs> like, yeah. what? Like, so like it would. This it kid's would, like 12, 13 years old. Yeah, and, and you're like teaching and like fighting like grown men. And that was a great thing. I know people hate the the Frank Miller, uh, uh, Batman and, and Robin the Boy Wonder comic, the goddamn Batman. The oh, goddamn the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's it's a really good. You know, I remember you let me brawl that Stefan mm-hmm. back when you got it, and God, I was. 15, I think that was All Star Batman and Robin. All Star right? Batman. Yeah, and Robin, yeah, yeah. They never finished it because yeah. people did not like it. Yeah, I remember I was like 15 years old when I read that. I read that outside of a summer school mm. at, by the tree, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just I remember just being like, okay, like the dialogue's cringy, but the overall tone is pretty cool. Yeah, and the and the and the art was really good. Yeah. Like so it was Jim Lee. Yeah, Jim Lee, and he he's a great artist. And like Frank Miller, he's got his own distinct style, which is very dirty looking. Uh, and I I really liked. Uh, both of them together on this but like it didn't go anywhere like it didn't it just barely got started and batman was a mean motherfucker. he was mean and like that was kind of um uh the point of it and i don't think that was the most interesting idea is that like you have this really dark character and then you have like a kid there you add a kid there and then, like, he tries to toughen him up, too, and be like him. And it almost becomes child abuse. Yeah, then it becomes... And he acknowledges that. He's like, this is, like, <laughs> child abuse. And, like, what am I turning him into? And then, like, like that last issue of, like, the uh, uh, the trade is, like, you know, Robin almost kills Green Lantern. And he's like, I turned him into a weapon. Like, what did I do? Like, this kid, he, like, lost his parents, like like me. And he just needs, like, understanding and, like, love. 
And then he like shares with him, like my parents are dead too. And they have like this great, just emotional sort of like bond over that. And like, he's like, this is why, you know, I do this. And, and he's like, I want it to be different. Like Robin's whole thing is that he's just like a more well-adjusted Batman. Yeah. Like that's what he turns into It's because of Batman. And then he just like realizes that he's turning him into himself and he doesn't want that. And like that whole like idea is really interesting uh, and would be great for like this, this Pattinson, you know, because he doesn't want a kid to turn out like him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if they don't want to, if they don't want it to be too unrealistic and make it like a fucking 10 year old then like make it like a 13 year old, like a kid who's like just getting in, like out of middle school or in the high school, you know, kind of, kind of that Shazam vibe Yeah. where it's like, you know, they're not, to- they're not like five year olds, they're not toddlery, but it's like, it's like, Hey, like you, you can see him like looking at a nudie mag in the next couple of years. I can yeah. see him like being like 15. You know, yeah, yeah get, get one of those uh, Stranger It kids, you know. Stranger yeah. It kids. Uh, they're too old now, but yeah, um, yeah get somebody that age. Wolfhard like looks like a dinosaur now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a long neck. Uh, yeah, he, no. he looks funny as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, somebody around like that age, and uh, you know, watch not? it's gonna be Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, well, who is that kid know, from? Uh, well, I guess they can't do. Well, no, I guess they could do this because it's Earth too. The other kid in Shazam, his buddy, yeah, who played yeah. Eddie in, in it, who was amazing. Yeah. in that uh, maybe him or I mean, he's probably too small of like an actor. But well, it's like, get, they, I mean, they could just get him. They can get it. someone. They can get one of the Stranger It kids. That's that's a the, good the, like the yeah yeah the, the Stranger, Stranger It kids. kids. Or it just uh, could be an unknown actor. They yeah. could they yeah. could too because like I don't know what what the Eddie kid was doing beforehand. Like he was really good. Yeah, just find another one like him. And like, there's there's tons of uh, parents beating their kids to be actors. So why not? <laughs> it's true. You know, I saw uh, I watched the It movies again. Yeah, and I don't know if I brought this up in the podcast since our It episode, but I like them both. No, you said you did. I did. Okay, good. Yeah, I repeat yeah. myself. They're they're, they're very good. Um, yeah. they're they're great. Um, the second one's relaxing. It feels it's like it's relaxing, really long relaxing too. in the sense. Sorry, where I mean to say, like I'm not watching a like a jump scare horror film. It's like I'm watching kind of like a horror comedy, almost, almost like a, a comedy. Yeah, that was the weird part yeah. about it. But it's it feels a lot like a like a like a horror mystery sort of thing. Yeah, the second part. I mean, like a, like even from the original like made for TV movie thing, series, whatever it was. Like the first part is the part that people remember, and the second part is the, pe- the part that is kind of boring. And it is kind of like that. It's kind of like just, it's more of a, I don't know. It's it's a bit slower. There's not as much going on. You really like them as the kids. And uh, and then they just kind of, you know, they come back as adults and you don't, they're not as interesting. You're talking about the, the TV? Uh, both. Oh, the new one? Both, okay. but like, especially in the TV one. Like, I don't remember almost anything from the second part. We were watching a bit of it here, actually. Me and Jason yeah, we were, were. Um, some months back during the holidays, I think. And then I think someone's phone died that we were tethering it from, and so we couldn't finish it. But Yeah, the, I think it was Brennan's phone or something. They're supposed like to um, uh, come out with, a, I think, a series or something on like the origins of Pennywise. Oh, yeah, like I read about that. They're <sighs> still going to have a prequel about how he became Pennywise or whatever the fuck it Who is. Who fucking so. cares? I, I think it would be a great idea because, like, okay, like the It movies are good. They're, they're good. They're really successful. People like them. Oh, I, I hope Stephen King has something to do with it because it's like it's his universe. And I feel like, sorry to interrupt real quick, but it's like. I guess during the Dark Tower series, and I really need to like catch up on it because I've only been reading Gunslinger. There is references to pretty much most of his literature: the Turtle, yeah. uh, Pennywise, like because it's like Pennywise is an interdimensional like alien. So it's like I, I hope there's more science fiction in it. Yeah, like that's that's why I would think that would be great because there's already so much of a world built into like where Pennywise came from. Like I was reading about it and I was like, 
what the hell is this? Like, I yeah. didn't get any of that from the movies, you know? Like, what, like, well, what, what's he all what about? Like the deadlights or Cause, something cause like Because I don't that? know anything so, about so him he's, other than the movies. Uh, he's like a interdimensional evil being, and uh, he was there since the beginning of time, and he, like... Uh, he's like an sort of like an alien, interdimensional alien being thing, and uh, it's very almost like Cthulhu mythos sort of stuff, where he's like this ancient being that is like beyond comprehension, and uh, that's some kids' gill. Yeah, and <laughs> and, uh, and then he, he eats kids, and um, you know. why the clown persona? Why the look? I mean, I I don't really know. Main well, like, the look. the way that I've heard other reviewers talk about it, and this is so amazing. You guys, you guys, remember Amazing Atheist, T.J. Kirk? Oh yeah, that yeah. Guy. So when the first it trailer dropped for the first Bill Skarsgård film, he hated it, and he hated it because his main thing was he's like, well, Pennywise looks terrifying, and he shouldn't look so goddamn scary. He should see, you know, clowns are creepy looking as it is, right? But it's like Pennywise looks terrifying. He's like, he's like, kids would not approach him because he's really tall in the movie, or at least they make they make him look like really tall in the film, and like he just doesn't look human. And it's uncanny just, valley, yeah, uncanny valley. And it's just kind of like, well, if you're trying to appeal to kids, you don't want to look like. Like a fucking monster. Well, Tim Curry's looked a little bit more like a clown. He yeah, Tim Curry's was like, but but Tim Curry, like on one hand, like when Tim Curry would smile here and there, like he would look normal, but then when he would like like make fa- like angry faces, he looked freaky. Which at first I was kind of on board with it. I mean, now I just don't care because I'm like, whatever, Hollywood. If they're gonna make a cl- if they're gonna make any movies of clowns, the clown's gonna be creepy because of the you know the whole clown being creepy thing. And and um, no, but he didn't like it, and he was just kind of like, yeah, it's like this, you know. He once again, he's a clown because he's trying to like appeal like to kids and to to ring them in but if he looks scary they're not gonna go for it which they do anyways in the movie yeah. but but even then see in the movies though like even in the new films the kids are like well you're kind of scary looking dude like i remember that in, in it chapter two like there's a girl under the bleachers and he's like oh like hello and she's like you are freaking me out dude like nah i'm not about you but then he starts to cry and he wins her over and, and he eats her <laughs> <laughs> well and also from what i heard He's not really Pennywise. There's not that much Pennywise in the book. Yeah. Like, he takes the shape of a lot of other things. And, like, that's only... But that became iconic. And I think that they were trying to go for, like, an iconic Pennywise look. That would be, like, a horror movie type of thing. Which is they achieved, like... Hmm. The, the the new Pennywise is, like, a very iconic-looking horror thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But for the series, I, I'm interested to know more about the lore and all that sort of stuff. And, like, going to older... What is it? Deary? Um, Dairy. Dairy. Uh, know more about that. I, I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. Um, well, yeah, because I think uh, so. I've not read the books, and so I'm just going off the film. But from what I understand, is that there was a guy named Pennywise, the dancing clown. There's that character in the picture, that, that half bald guy, like who's played by Bill Skarsgård. So it's like, yeah, like maybe you're gonna get, maybe you're gonna get an actual story between the real Pennywise and the interdimensional Pennywise, and then at by the end of it. Evil Pennywise will win, of course, and and maybe we'll get a whole little mini series. I mean, that that'd be kind of interesting. I think learning about a, how this lo- this dude's life gets destroyed by this fucking alien. I think like, that'd be sick. That might be what it's gonna be. That's I, fucking I, I would, cool. I, would, I, I would hope like they that. bring back Bill Skarsgård and everything. Like you have to do that. I mean, yeah, they have to. But yeah, yeah, because he's he is. Unless it's just now. gonna be it in eighteen hundreds, like just the same story, which I hope it's not. Well, he's I think signed up for the the Crow remake. Oh yeah, he signed up for that. Yeah. Is he gonna? What? Don't it tell me he's crow. gonna play. Yeah, he's Draven. Gonna, oh, yeah. he's too. God damn it! 
It's going to be that him. That doesn't work for me. He's going to do it. When I think of the crow, I think of fucking Brandon Lee, this buff-ass fucking, like, Chad jawline. He'll have you know. to He'll have to buff out, too, so, yeah. uh, with, uh, with that. But, uh, which, uh, but about the clown thing, you guys know what, uh, what Clussy is? <laughs> no. Uh, no idea. En- enlighten us, Stefan. Okay, so there's this, been th- there's this thing sweeping the nation. Clussy. So... Um, furry is out. Uh, uh, big breasted goth girls, they're out. It's all about the clussy. So, <laughs> I can't take this seriously right now. It's no, just it's the a, fucking word itself. <laughs> the clussy. The clussy. So it's uh, it's uh, 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 it's clown girls. So that's the that's the new thing. Uh, look so this up. Hang on. No, I might start beating off during these. So yeah, no more goth girls. They're out. Nobody wants them. Nobody wants them. Take take your your darkness out of here. We want rainbow hair. We want honking nose. You know, <laughs> like want, big clown shoes, honking yeah. uh, honking tits. Uh, you're like, hey, does that clussy honk? You know, <laughs> girl. So anyway, I just was wondering if you knew what clussy was. No, I never heard. It's of just it. like chicks dressed like clowns. It's, it's just this girls just, dressed like, like little hot little e clown, e thought clown, e thought clowns. And uh, probably probably part of that is the uh, look, look at this whole... picture of Pennywise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's even there's even a, a, a describe to listeners what you're looking at. There's it's even on a, Pinterest. It's like a little like effeminate. Uh, there, there's even a, a Pennywise um, horror porn. Did you know that? <laughs> no. Like, there's a Pennywise so what, horror I know, porn. So so there's a guy dressed up like Pennywise. He's acting like Pennywise, and he's like in a sewer, and he's like having sex with a girl. Oh, so it's like your Gee, basic I hope porn not underage. I think you were on the wrong website, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's uh, so yeah, I uh, clussy. I think I found my new fetish. Mm. I think I uh, something I can really sink my teeth into. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I think I derailed the pussy. <laughs> I um, so speaking of uh, more clussy, I watched. Uh, I was actually doing a little research on like Bill Skarsgård because I watched the movies again, and then I was just like, uh, like, you know, I'm gonna like do a little. I don't want to say a deep dive, but do a little dive into like the production and and like stuff. And I did. I found I found one thing where it's just like, oh, like Pennywise actually appears like way more in the movies than you think. He appears in drawings. He appears as like other people just being creepy, like like all these little things. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then like another thing is like uh, I watched his audition as Pennywise. Very different from the movie. Really? A very different character. He's actually more kind of like uh, Joker. Like, in terms of he's like, he's just like, hi, Georgie. Like, you know, and he's more like kind of creepy, but like calm. And, and he's more like, I don't know, he's like likable. He's like kind of like, he wasn't like, hi, Georgie, with like that creepy clown voice that he does in the movie. It's just like his voice. Hmm. But, you know, with, with, you know, embellishing like an accent and like, and then they like, you know, they did like this really, really like lazy, like mock up, like makeup where they just literally put a bald cap on him, some cheap makeup and like little hair and, and, you know, obviously didn't, you know, it wouldn't have worked if they tried that in the movie because it looked really dumb, but it was just to see him in that, uh, in that aesthetic. But like, yeah, he like, it was very interesting to look at. And I'm like, this is like, he's like, he's charming. He's like a charming kind of like cute, like guy like you know as this as that version of pennywise and i'm like oh, that would have been so cool but like they really wanted him to like have this the creepy smile and like the, i'm very creepy oh and and i don't know i liked his audition more you should have stuck with that but um i, I just can't stop thinking about clissy now i mean i just, <laughs> I just well who can't i just you know those, those wacky movies those, uh, if, if you grab their tits it's like 
your Google ads are, are fucked now. So phones are like dudes that would dress like clowns and start like walking the streets or do some shit at night where they would. Oh yeah, there was that thing that happened. So stuff. I feel like that was like a false flag uh, <laughs> epidemic of creepiness. The creepy clown thing. I feel yeah. like it was just something that someone talked about. Like, like, here's what I imagine happened. I feel like like one guy maybe was seen doing that, and then it like went viral, and then like a bunch of copycats just did it, and it was probably all planned. It's like, hey, bro, like, why don't you like stand over there and like dress like a clown, and we're gonna film you like doing this, and like it was always like really creepy, the middle of the night somewhere, and then like he would just start chasing like a group of people. Yeah, there was a. That that was going on, and then it kind of started going bad because, uh, like, some of the clowns start getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, they would get, like, chased, and I think one of them even got shot. <laughs> like, a guy, he had a gun, like, I ain't fucking around, <laughs> and then he just shot him. <laughs> so, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was, like, a it was, like, right before, uh, like, the pandemic. Is when it finally stopped? Is it when it stopped. God, I first it, heard about that in, like, 2016. I didn't realize it was going on for years. Really, twenty sixteen? Well, like it, there was like a huge like number that happened like right before. Wow! Like, it was like became like a thing, it was, just like uh, the, the creepy clown thing. The spooky uh, clown. It yeah, the, spooky the, clown. the spooky clown thing. And like, you know, yeah, uh, I think I think uh, I, well, you know, a lot of clowns they Pussy. hate <laughs> a lot of clowns. They hate the the creepy clown thing because uh, their their whole thing is not to be creepy. It's fucking up their job. Fucking up their job. Thanks. Trying to make an honest living here, kid. Thanks, Stephen King. Uh, you're ruining clowns' lives. There's a clown school enrollment is at an all-time low. Yep. Uh, kids aren't running away to join the circus. They're running away to get fentanyl. <laughs> and, like, you know, so thanks, Stephen King. Hashtag clown lives matter. <laughs> Hashtag honk, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, There's it's... There's a lot of good horror movies, too, where, like, uh, I think there was a movie... Um, about this guy who finds a clown suit like and he puts it on and it turns out to like fuse to his body and it's like taking yeah out. what was that i know what you're talking is it about. called clown it's called clown is it, oh is it just the movie clown is it's a spanish film i think no it's american is it yeah oh maybe you were thinking latino american maybe that's mexican I, well yeah I, I thought that there was or no 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 where's there a i thought there was like some foreign film that was about like clowns but maybe i'm I mean, yeah, I'm tripping, son. There's killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. Which is a good movie. What about Night of the Living Clown? Is that an actual movie? What about, a... <laughs> what about Clown Man? Clusy? 20... What about Clusy? <laughs> mm. Clown Demic. That would be a good movie. That would oh it's... it would be like a it would be like a zombie movie, but then they're all clowns. But, like, they're not zombies. They're literally just, like, trying to entertain you. And it's like, oh, no! And, like, they're just, like, honking at you and doing dances and playing with toys. And then you, just like, like they're no, shooting them. no, no, And then, like, they, like, hold, like, a bunch of clowns. They get a guy, like, no, no! And then they just, like, squirt him with, like, seltzer water. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like... <laughs> that sounds pretty good, actually. Clown <laughs> In a world. The only thing... Yeah, there are, are no more world. laughs. It's time to get silly or some shit. I gotta remember that actually. That'd be a you write this down. <laughs> Clown demic. Clown demic. I'm gonna do it for someone steals the idea. Don't steal my idea, Hollywood. Clown demic is mine. It's it's it is. It's true. So yeah. zombies are out, clowns are in, yeah. kind of thing. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, I remember. I didn't see the uh, Zack Snyder 
dead zombie movie what was it called the dead not 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 uh it's not, one of Dave Batista not Dawn right? of the Dead yeah the yeah, Batista the, one. The, the, army the, of takes the place dead. like in Vegas dead or army something. or something is it army of the no, yeah, army no. of the dead is, it, is that what it's called dead army army I don't know dead it was dead rising dead I don't know what it's called <laughs> Dawn of the that's dead? a good game I forgot what it's called night of the living dead was it army of no was it army of the dead Batista of the Dead, the the one with the Batista, that yeah, one, yeah, 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 I saw they, it. They they like they Photoshop Tignataro and everything because yeah, because like because like Chris Delia got like some he got me tooed, um, and then they just yeah, yeah. I, well, I did an interesting thing about that is like, uh, what's her name, Tignataro? Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked her a lot, and even though that like she was completely like an afterthought, yeah. I thought like, oh, you know, I couldn't like if it was. What's that guy? I don't even know their names. What's his name? Chris Delia. I don't know. I just Chris remember Delia. That's yeah, it. Chris Delia. If it was him, I don't think I would have liked it as much. But I liked her because she just kind of felt probably out of place and was just yeah. there for a paycheck. And yeah. It kind of, it kind of. But uh, yeah, it was uh, weird. And there was also people were pointing out the dead pixel that nobody seemed to notice. Uh, I heard it popped up in a few scenes. Yeah, it did. And also just the, the camera work is just awful. Just terrible. So I, I, I admittedly have not seen it. I won't give my opinion on the movie because I haven't seen it. But, you know, I, obviously I heard it was bad. It looked bad from the scenes and trailers I saw. Um, and it's not that and it looked, yeah, it looked cheap. You know the whole plot, right? Basically. I mean, they have to, like, break into some, like, casino in Vegas to get money. And they have to go through a horde of zombies. And there's one zombie that I heard had, like, like, a, a king, wife zombie. There's a king, yeah, there's a king, king and he wants to breed other zombies. And yeah, I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, it's kind of... It's, a, it's very... Uh, it's it a had that high I am concept. legend feel to it's it. A, like yeah, a, it was like a high concept sort of thing, which I don't, I don't know. Like if I felt like, well, Zack Snyder's really is like re, he's really into big ideas, um, but he usually can't pull them off. Like he tries though, and I I, I appreciate it. All right, I, I, I guess I'll bring this up now. I know we're gonna talk a lot about Snyder and, and Watchmen episode, but you know I don't. I think he. Uh, I think. He, I'm not as uh, huge on snack, z- on snack, on <laughs> snack snacks. Snyder, snack Zyder. I fucking I'm not, hate Ritz crackers. I'm, I'm not as huge on him as I used to be. In fact, I think he like I think he only has like three good movies. Is it because he's a fascist? Is that why you don't is, like him? Is that what he's being labeled as now? Uh, he lifts weights and he made three hundred. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I forgot. No, there, Masculine there, men are fascists. There is like a, a weird thing where like people think that he is a. Uh, He's libertarian, or something objectivist. Yeah, I mean, so that's not why I, I don't like him. But, but yeah, I mean, and then like yeah. the three hundred thing. Yeah, well, three hundred's fucking awesome. I don't, I don't know really? what's what's so wrong about that film. I know one of my friends tried to be like, you know, uh, visually it's amazing. One of my friends tried to be like, oh, like uh, I'm not gonna say his name, but you'll you'll get who I mean, Stefan, when I do his voice. Like, oh, you know, I just feel like this movie, you know, is is glorifying like buff white men like beating up minorities, and I'm like, what? Yeah, and I was like, crazy. I'm like, have you seen? Well, per, okay, so a lot of Persians, believe it or not, are like are like lighter skin. I was very surprised to learn that. Like, I've met people like from uh, Iran who are like, I'm like, you're Persian, you're like blonde haired and green. I'm like, that's weird. I mean, I just didn't know. You assume because I'm racist that everyone in the Middle East looks the same. But like, uh, yeah, like people in the Middle East are mostly of darker complexion, and a lot of Greeks actually. It's funny. A lot of Greeks look very. Uh, they look like kind of southern italian and like sicilian they look very similar but it's like yeah they're 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 mediterranean or they're like whiter that's kind of just the geographical thing my guy and so uh, i remember yeah i remember something about that and i know where he learned it because we were in the same class together were you yeah and then the teacher who was uh 
Persian or whatever. Like, uh, he was he was very upset. I don't know about three hundred and that people thought that he was Persian. But he, he was Persian. He was from like he was Iranian or something. Yeah, it's Persia. That's modern, yeah, but like yeah, but, but he's I, like, well, Persia doesn't exist as a country, so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, he he seemed to have a chip on his shoulder, um, he, but he he showed us really good movies. But he was kind of he was kind of a he's just a little bit. You woke. know, uh, fun fact that was the first movie I ever saw Michael Fassbender in. Oh, for a lot you of know, people. You know, it's true, and I didn't actually notice it when I initially saw it. And then you know, I think the first movie that I noticed him in, he's like, "We fight in the shade" or something. I forgot. Yeah, what he the was, line he was. was. He did the line, "We will fight yeah. in the shade." But he he uh, the first movie I ever I think I ever noticed him in. I think. It was X Men First Class, and then I went back and watched Your Hunter. And I'm like, that's fucking Fastbender. Yeah, me too. Like, I was like, oh, that's him. Yeah. Hey, what's he doing here? Yeah, and you know, I mean, he, I think he was already kind of like coming up because at that yeah, point he you had the movie unknown. Shame, which is a fucking great movie. The the uh, the Steve Steve McQueen Stephen McQueen Stephen uh, Hawking movie Stephen yeah. Hawking movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, that. That's a great film, and like, yeah, he was already kind of like coming up in Hollywood, and then like a couple years later, I know that. Uh, uh, X-Men came out first class, but yeah, you know, um, I, I didn't really, uh, I, I don't think he's a fascist, uh, Zack Snyder, getting back to that point. I just, I just think he's a bit overrated. I think he's a very good visual director. I don't think he's a good actor director and, and we'll talk more about that in Watchmen. Um, I'm always pulling for him because like he, he really like loves movies yeah. and I, and like, he really loves what he does and it's really obvious. He's just like not as capable. Like, like people like to compare him to like Michael Bay, but the thing is that Michael Bay doesn't give a shit, yeah. and like he just he'll just he'll just make like he's capable of making really good movies. He just chooses not to. <laughs> like he made like uh, like Pain and Gain. Like people, some people don't like. I really it, like that. Actually, you watch it. It's, 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 it's a great movie, it and it's like he's capable of making like good things. He just doesn't want to, um, and he doesn't seem to really try. And like that makes him kind of like not like Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder has like these. He's like known as a slow mo guy, action guy, um, and uh, uh, you know, like a lot of muscles and you know, kind of masculine sort yeah. of stuff. But like, he he actually cares like a lot. Like, if you like look into all the work that he put into Watchmen, uh, I won't talk too much about Watchmen, but like, mm. he put a lot of work into that. And like with uh, Sucker Punch, he put a lot of work into that, a lot of thought. But he just wasn't capable. Yeah, there are a lot of thoughts in Sucker Punch. <laughs> <laughs> he put a lot of thought into it, but like, uh, it wasn't. It just he just couldn't do it. He wasn't capable, like, really to get to that point. Like he's. He's a very talented visual guy, and he likes to take risks. Yeah, and like he just—he well, likes to make. He likes a lot of. He's very detail oriented, and like thinking of the lore and all that sort of stuff. Um, and also, like he put a lot of work into Justice League, and then uh, uh, then he was pulled off of Justice League because yes. uh, his daughter committed suicide, and then so he left, and Joss Whedon finished it. But then he really like was trying to rally his fans to get uh, the Snyder Cut released, and he's able to do it. Yeah, and they finished it, and it's just like amazing how he was able to do that. So it's yeah. like he he beat the the Hollywood system. And he beat like the how studio. How was that movie again? It was like three and a half hours. No, it was. Hours. It's over four hours. It's long. over four it's, hours. It's, uh, I'm, 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 it's over four hours. I think it's like four hours and ten minutes, something like that. Yeah, it's over four hours though. That's I. It's, I, it's, I, I, I made sure. I'm like, holy fuck, there's a long, very long, long Godfather too. So it's like a long it, film. He it's likes than Watchmen. Uh, um, yeah, Ultimate Cut. Yeah, he. he I and mean, he likes to take a lot of risks, and like a lot of the times are kind of dumb. You know, like yeah, for, and that's just kind of my issue with them is that like he he's like I do agree with you that like he he likes movies 
He has a vision for things generally, but I just feel like he strikes out a lot. And I feel like, you know, Dawn of the Dead, very good film. Um, you know, 300, Watchmen. Just, you know, Justice League, I've said this before, is a miracle. His version of it, that Snyder Cut, is a miracle. Because you're like, wow, this is the best thing that could have come out of that whole Snyderverse. It is. It is the best thing that came out yeah, of it. Man of Steel, good. which is very tame compared to all these movies, stunk. Yeah. Man of Steel sucks. And it looks like shit. It looks yeah. terrible. Which is like another thing. I'm just kind of like, why does it look so bad? It's it's Zack Snyder. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have that like beautiful, smooth, saturated color that even Watchmen had, which is a movie that came out years before. And like... And I remember, like, you know, they cleaned it up in, in Batman v Superman, which I watched again, by the way. I don't know why. I don't know <laughs> yeah, why. I, I wanted to watch it again. You hate that movie with and I passion. do. I still, I still hate it. I'm just like, I, I had a lot of time on my hands, and I was just like, I'm like, I'm did you watch, watch the extended version? Yeah, I did. Okay. I, I didn't mean to. It was just all they had on HBO Max. <laughs> but, okay. but like, yeah, I'm like, oh, this movie still sucks. I wasn't enraged because I've spent years being enraged by it, so I'm calm now. I've worked through my trauma. But uh, it's <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah, this movie's not good, and 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 um, you know, I didn't see Guardians of Bagul or whatever it was called, the, the owl film. I heard the, the I heard it's just a kids film, and it's yeah, whatever. It's a weird thing we're gonna do. But and then and then oh, and then Sucker Punch is I I I, remember I did some theater with someone, Peter Warden. If you're listening, buddy, uh, you put it perfectly. Sucker Punch is a beautiful bad movie because yeah. it looks again visually fantastic. it's great. Yeah, it's one of the best like visual movies he's ever done. Yeah, it's and it's just like so there's just so much, you know, it's really inventive in like a lot of ways and like he just bit off way more than he could chew because like the ideas in that were not conveyed at all clearly. Um like I I've, I've read some essays about it. I've seen some video essays about it. I've like seen his interviews about it. And now I understand what he was going for, but he he, he failed in doing it. But it was a spectacular failure. And I, I think about that movie like more than I should. Yeah. Uh, just because like it was it was so ambitious in what he was trying to do. Um, and I, it, I, I don't mind seeing it because like, it's just like a good movie to look at. Yeah. Um, he didn't remember, direct. He didn't direct Sin City, did he? No. It kind of has that. That's Zach Robert Snyder Rodriguez, feel. right? Robert Rodriguez. People, yeah. people think that he did because he does. You know, Frank I, Miller comic book. I really need to go back and watch Sin City. I watched it. I think once with you, Stefan, and it was amazing. Yeah, it's it's. You would think that I have seen it a lot more than, but no, I've only yeah. seen it once. It's really good. That's it's, the first movie I ever saw Mickey Rourke in. And there was uh, another one right after that, right? Uh. They made Sin City 2, which did, I heard wasn't one. very good. Dame to kill for. Yeah, it was not. Did you see Spirit? Good. Anyone see the Spirit movie? Yeah. It's fun. I see I saw yeah, we saw that. That's where the ball got. We was watching. Where was weird, Scarlett like... Johansson was a Nazi or like yeah. it was Samuel Jackson was a Nazi or something. That's amazing. I don't remember I think that. they were both Nazis or they were both dressed as Nazis, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As when he was Octopus. <laughs> he was the Octopus. Was, it, uh, was that Army Hammer is uh, the Spirit guy? Who was the guy? His name was what was his name was, was like Julio Consuela or something. I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was, it was like some it's Hispanic just a random name. actor. It was like some Hispanic name. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, uh, I remember hating it. Um, it didn't do that well at all. But I remember like thinking that it looked cool. Yeah. And it was, but that one that was just it was just Frank Miller directing himself. And uh, oh, he directed it. He directed it Whoa. by himself. Uh, so he didn't have Robert because like. Sin City is, is uh, Robert Rodriguez and Frank Miller co-directing. I didn't know that Frank Miller directed anything. I thought he was just, you know, people adapted his stuff and then he... Well, he also did some screenplays. Like, he wrote the screenplay for RoboCop 2. 
Uh, and he has like a cameo <laughs> in it. He plays like a he plays like a, a drug chemist in it. I think he gets set on fire or something. Oh god, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Holy shit! And it does. I, like that was a. It's a good choice to to have him like write a a, a RoboCop movie because he he that is like his thing. And like I really like RoboCop cool. too a lot. That's cool. Um, that was good. The original. Paul Verhoeven. Oh, is it Paul Verhoeven? Paul Verhoeven. He didn't do the second one because he wanted to do Total Recall, and then they made RoboCop three. Like growing which up, which one's the one with Ed two and nine? That's the first one. That's all of them. All of them. Have is he in the second one and the third one? I thought it was just the the second. Whichever whichever one where like I mean the, he makes appearance. Dylan puts his brain in a computer. That's, well, the, that's second the second one. one. That's the second okay. one. Okay, yeah. Um, Dick but, Jones was the the bad guy in, um, in the first one. Yeah, and the second one was Kane, and the third one it was. What? I fucking don't know. That movie was garbage. <sighs> what? Was I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, what we're getting back about? to Sucker Punch real quick. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember when you you saw it on your own. I think it's fun, and then we watched the director's cut, and you were like, "No, it's good." Like you were like, they were like the like the director's cut has like the the concepts that he was going for are fleshed out. I remember like when John Hamm lobotomizes uh, Baby Doll, mm-hmm. and there's that whole speech that he gives her because yeah. you know in her mind it's like, "Oh, we're gonna sleep together." He's like a pimp or something. But it was just like the whole thing I think I remember was he's like, you need to give yourself to me. You need to let go. And it was essentially like an allegory for just just let yourself be lobotomized. Let yourself just go into nothingness. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, that was like that was like the best scene in the movie. I yeah. Remember. Yeah. It was really good. And it like it elevated like the whole movie by just having that scene. And it wasn't in the theatrical. And I don't yeah. know why. Um but. Yeah, the dreams within the dreams within the dream, like that weird Inception style thing was just it didn't work for the movie because I know it's like the, the 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 nice part of the movie, the pretty portions of the film are all in her head, but then like when she's dancing, it turns into like crazy action, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it, it was uh, it, it's it's like an art film. It it was a disguise as a blockbuster. Yeah, and, <laughs> okay, that's a good way. And like, uh, yeah, it just didn't it just didn't work uh unfortunately for him but yeah like i was i've been thinking like because i think they're going to be doing like a bioshock thing they're like doing sh- it for netflix is it a, so it's a show or is it a movie it's a show uh, okay that's no it could be a movie i think it's a miniseries well it, it, it would be really expensive to do like that was the thing is like it would require oh, i can't a, wait I hopefully a, an enormous budget i imagine they have it i, I, think um, have it. I mean they're they're making witcher work still haven't finished season two well, yeah, and like a Netflix, Netflix, I would trust because they are taking a lot of risks and with money, and they're being very loose with their money. I don't know how they're continuing to do this. Like they have not, they don't make a profit, and they just keep taking out more money. Uh, they just keep spending it. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I was like that's the only reason they keep Chappelle around is because he just brings them money. Yeah, you I know, don't... Netflix is woke, and so you think that they would like kick Chappelle for you know well quote-unquote views they are very pro art so like you know they didn't get rid of cuties like they stood behind cuties yeah I think there's a whole other reason they didn't get rid of that (laughs) well they they stood behind cuties they stood behind the director of that they stood behind Chappelle like they stand behind their artists like like Scorsese he's like I can't get a movie made like okay Scorsese we'll give you money he's like okay great so then he goes to the Netflix and he likes Netflix and like there's been like a lot Why of can't other. Why can he get a movie made? 
because they they don't care. Like, like Dude, what do you want to make? Really, you want to make you know like, like a Goodfellas Five. You, like, you want to make you want to make I'm, Silence. What the hell yeah, is this? I'm really upset because I was telling Anthony this, and I think it was like false information. But we we're talking about L.A. Noir and how Scorsese oh, yeah, was going to direct you, it. You read a fan theory. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been really cool. That would be amazing if they. I don't did know that. if you ever played L.A. Noir. I did. Yeah. yeah. So you can think like Scorsese directing that movie, like because all the actors were like real people. Yeah, they were all. Yeah, so yeah. he can. And they're all like actual actors in the industry too. A lot of those guys I've seen in other movies. Too. Oh yeah, like tons. the Kelso dude. He was in Supernatural at one point. Like he was a uh, he. Like a lot of the people who are in L.A. Noire were also in Mad Men. Oh, like a lot of them. Like oh, like okay. Kelso. Uh, like uh uh, what's the what's the guy? Uh, Coleman. Is that the main Cole guy? Phelps. Cole Phelps. Cole Phelps. Oh, he's in Mad Men. Yeah, he's like one of the guys in Mad Men. Uh, yeah, but he's like they they made him shorter in the game. Because he's actually like kind of really tall, and I thought it was. I always thought like, why does he look kind of weird? It's because he has a tall guy's head on a short guy's body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, like, they, uh, yeah. But uh, back to Netflix is like. So I always thought like, or Bioshock. I always thought that like Zack Snyder would do a really amazing Bioshock movie. Um, however, um, given of how he kind of works and kind of how he thinks. It would probably uh, miss on some of the, I don't know, the the themes of it, because like the whole thing about Bioshock is that it's like a, it, it's like a, a a takeoff from like Atlas Shrugged and like sort of like objectivism, like uh, Ayn Rand type stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of a criti- uh, it's kind of criticizing that a bit, of like what would really happen if somebody just like decided like I'm gonna take all the the world's best minds and go take go to a place and we'll prosper. And like that, get away from society. Get rid of society. Uh, and it would become dystopian. It would become dystopian. Yeah. But like uh, Atlas Shrugged is the opposite. It would become a utopia. Um, and like Zack Snyder has not said like, oh, I'm an objectivist or oh, I'm a libertarian. He hasn't said any of that. But people have speculated because of the movies he chooses, like the stories he tells, and him, and he lifts weights. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's a new thing going around online, by the way. St- uh, Sticks Hexenhammer talked about that, where he's just kind of like, oh, yeah, like uh, now everyone's. Um, if, basically, there's a new thing where it's like, oh, if you're lifting weights, it's toxic, like fascism, Nazism. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> a lot of buff Hispanic guys and black guys at my gym. I don't know if they've come to the other side or what. <laughs> <laughs> it's become so inclusive. I, don't know. I just, you know, the white supremacists are so inclusive now. You yeah, know, I like, didn't know. We should, wow. we should, you know, I think we've been really hard on them these last three <laughs> years. But uh, uh, it was a joke, folks. Calm yeah. down. But uh, uh, yeah, but uh, Zack Snyder, like he, he does kind of miss some of, like some things. Like for, like Watchmen is a very good movie, very good interpretation of it. But it is like his interpretation of it, and it doesn't like kind of grasp every single theme and nuance about it. Well, and I, I would mean, think that I... the same would be said with with if he were to do Bioshock, it would kind of like miss that criticism a bit. Um, yeah. Well, I, I see. I feel like, and I, I that it would need more time. I feel, you know, I feel like if they were, well, I remember when they talked about uh, remaking a Watchmen show, and it turned out the way it did. But if they did make a Bioshock movie, or if they wanted to remake Watchmen, the the story that we know from the comic, do it through a series, do a short series, because I feel like you have more time. You're gonna have more time with the concepts. You're gonna have more time with the characters, whichever characters you choose, to, you know, to push in the film, and. I, I feel like I don't want to say that the 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 age of the uh, single movie narrative is dead because it's not. You're always going to have stories that are good for an hour and a half, two hours. But it's like I feel like a lot of stories can be fleshed out in a TV series now, and I feel like it can be fleshed out much better. Well, that game has a very amazing. It's a very amazing story. Yeah, I've it only is. played the first one. I I got 
most through the second one, and then my uh, Xbox turned off, and I realized I didn't save it at all. And I was like, cool. I just <laughs> basically started Infinite. the game and played for 10 hours, and then my Xbox shut off, and I just gave up. I'm like, I'm never touching this again. <laughs> and I didn't play Infinite because I heard it was bad. What? Really? No. Someone, Infinite's I thought great. it was you who told me it was bad. No. No? That's no. great. Okay. Uh, I heard well, I need to play the second one first. I'll play the second okay. one, then I'll play Infinite. Uh, you don't have to. No. I mean, totally the sec- two different games. The, okay. the, the second one is made by different people. Oh, Bioshock 2? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's made by different people. Um, I heard it's not as good, and the gameplay is kind of weird. But I mean, well, I tell you, I tell you, uh, it freezes and crashes. Oh, okay. <laughs> because you're when you've been playing for ten fucking hours. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember the Xbox 360. Like, I remember it was the better console at the time during the PS3. But it was like that. It didn't. My Xbox didn't red ring or nothing. My first one did, but it wasn't during Bioshock. Um, but it just the game just froze. Like it just like I was in the middle of it and it just froze and like I was so near were, I was near a save point too and I'm like fuck. You were ten hours into the game and then it just froze. Probably I don't want to say I was playing for ten hours at my house. I don't know if I was literally ten hours in. I know I died a lot, so I was probably more like five hours in. But like <laughs> yeah, I was about ten hours into the game and like I, I remember in I, one I don't city? even I don't even remember. Yeah, I used to play video games for twelve hours a day when I was a kid. Jesus, I played a lot. Man. Like during like during summers, I became nocturnal. Because I would wow. stay up till like fucking five, six, seven sometimes in the morning playing. It was usually like uh, RPG games, and then our our good friend Riddler, he got an Xbox, and then we would all just play Halo Three, Call of Duty, like just we would just play together for hours. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's kind of a tangent, but yeah, I I think it would just do better as a series, like just stories like this, you know, especially stories that are criticizing other art forms and other literature, you know, I. I think trying to flesh it out and it's as it's as if you tried to flesh out Lord of the Rings in a single film, which was Warner Brothers original idea in the late nineties when they were talking about it. They're like, Can you can you do this in a single movie? Peter Jackson's like, No, can't. It did this would be absolute trash if we did that. It wouldn't work. Well, look at the much. Hobbit. It was a shorter book, but they made that into three films. Well, yeah, I mean that's, that was because like, remember the trilogy? It's like, you gotta do the trilogy. You know, I one thing one thing I hate about Harry Potter is they started that fucking trend of like we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do the final story in two parts because they did it first and then I think the Twilight movies did Breaking Dawn one and two whatever it was, and then like the, the Hunger Games Hunger that Games game. do you remember the Divergent they, t- they try to do that remember they were talking about Infinity War and making that two films yeah it was gonna be t- Infinity War part one and two I remember that during during the Phase three reveal or whatever yeah, yeah. it was and and then I'm you know I'm glad they told the story the way it did because it just it, it fits way better it actually does work Infinity War works as its own film. Because, I mean, it technically, yes, it is a part one to this, to the Infinity Gem story, but it worked as I'm like, you know, this is good as a single film. I, I didn't feel like you could have rep. Someone the other day tried to fucking say that. They tried to be like, oh, they could have done it in one film. I'm like, no, they couldn't have. Like no. the movie, the stakes of the film would have lasted about an hour. Like they would, like it's just, it wouldn't have worked. It, it could have been maybe a three hour film, but it just wouldn't have worked. It, Are you talking about if they attached like Endgame to Infinity War? If they made, made it one, one single film. If they yeah. made it like, what if it was like a three hour movie? Like it wouldn't have worked. You, you basically, you took five and a half. Actually, I think it's six hours of content total. Cause the six, the last movie is like three hours and 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like if you took six hours of content and cut it in half, it's, it, it wouldn't work in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Unless, you know, if you wanted to fuck with it, make it into a series, make an infinity war series. If you were going to do something like that, which I mean, it was fine the way it was, but like, yeah, I, I feel like it's like the Hobbit. They could have done it in two films, which was the original, original plan. They were going to do Hobbit 1 and 2. And then, you know, because of the whole trilogy thing, everyone likes the saga. They had to cut it into three. Um, yeah, it, it didn't work because they, they took too short of a story and, and, and they extended it. And to be honest, like the Hobbits, 
It was written in like the 20s or 30s. It was like 10 years before Lord yeah. of the Rings. He, he wasn't even sure how he was going to do. We might have talked about this in the Lord of the Rings episode. Like he wasn't even sure what he was going to do with that story. He had an idea of like, oh, I want to have this world, you know, and the whole his, his entire like reasoning for making Lord of the Rings. Right. Was to to give uh, English folk legend legends again. Give us folklore because he's like, I feel like a lot of our folklore was lost, you know. And, and so I remember, I guess, in the original Hobbit. Uh, Gollum actually gives Bilbo the ring after he wins the riddle challenge. He's like, I'm going to get this ring because you, you won. And, but but no, yeah. he rewrote the story once Lord of the Rings became a thing to make it like, oh, he stole the ring. Anyways, huge tangent. But yeah, make everything into series. We're all over the place. It's okay. Series are more fun. I think series are like, they're, they're able to take your time with these things and everything gets fleshed out. And yeah. I think that works better. It has, well... So, like, film and, like, series have kind of diverged in a way, kind of like in the 50s a bit, where, like, you go to the movie theater for the spectacle. You go for the spectacle, you see all the money, and then you stay home, and then they kind of, like, make up for the spectacle that you're not going to have with uh, with better storytelling, better drama, and, like, more human stuff, which uh, is why, which is why I think that series are doing much better, like, in regards to just quality. Because you had to rely on that instead of just kind of like spectacle. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like um, movie theaters are dying out? Though? They are. Um, and I don't know. It's probably going to continue that way. Um, and probably will be more of just like a niche thing. Because um, people really, it's the whole reserved seating. It's the fact that you have to see a movie and someone's loud in the theater. It ruins it. And you were talking about films you've seen. Where you were, the the movie was ruined, because oh, yeah, I think oh. it was Black Panther was one of them. Um, well, I was sick during Black Panther, and so I was very hazy. But I also just I remember most of it, and I remember just not being entertained. I didn't like the movie, not because I'm a racist, but because, <laughs> <laughs> but because I just didn't like the film. But no, uh, when we saw Infinity War, so the first time we saw Infinity War, the three of us were together, <clears throat> and uh, with with a few other friends of ours, and there was like two arguments, fights in the theater during it. And like I remember, that there's there's this whole scene between Thor and and, Ra- and Rocky Raccoon. Is his name Rocky? Ra- Rocket. 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 Rocky. Um, Ra- Rocky. Rocky. Trash Panda. That was completely ruined for me. I missed the whole thing during the first time we watched it because of okay. the arguments. Then a few like 10, 15 minutes later, the movie stops and all the lights come on and the and I got the I got the intention behind it. They were just trying to tell all of us like, hey, like you know, like everything's that. cool. But one dude in the audience like, can you just start the goddamn movie, dude? Which was a bit rude, but on the other hand, I got it. He's just like, he's like, I don't want any more interruptions. Just, just play the fucking movie. Um, and so, like, yeah, the first time we watched it, I couldn't focus. The second time we watched it, I was much more focused. I enjoyed it more. I don't know if you were there, Jason. You might have been. I was um, there with you. Yeah. You were when the yeah. kid was bleeding in the back. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I remember, like, I thought he was like, I, I probably told this story before. I thought he was like a disabled kid with like a funny laugh because I, I heard it in the beginning. I just heard like, like during like the during one of the funny scenes and I'm like, oh, it's just a disabled kid. Okay. And then it got more pronounced. And at one point he was just like, during a quiet scene, he's like, yeah, like just like making noises. And I was like, <laughs> okay, dude. And it was kids. Yeah, it was high was school weird. kids. And right at the very end, right. That scene, it's just that you had such an emotional scene of all the heroes dying and Thanos just sitting there and just smiling. And right as the screen goes black, the kid bleats. And this dude's like, get the fuck out. Just screamed at him. So yeah. I was like, you're on, you're on the fucking movie, you little shit. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck your shit up. 
fuck you and like <laughs> like the kid like the kid did the like the coward thing where he like runs almost out of the way of the theater and then he's like you fucking bitch and like runs out and like i was just like well it's good that someone told him off like that was good because the, the kid was being a shithead but um yeah like that kind of experience it kind of ruins yeah, it like the, yeah. And, and it's just it's kind of like what stefan was saying it's just like you know it's it's the movie theaters are a pain in the ass now yeah because you you go to the movie theater and you have to deal with that you have to deal with riffra i saw batman for the third time i brought my dad and and uh, for some reason, I, I don't know if these kids just ran into the theater, but like seven kids, like middle schoolers, just run in. And I'm sitting towards the front and they all sit next to me and they're just talking and laughing. And I look at them like, shut up. I said, I'm like, get, get out of here. What are you doing? Because they started going like, you know, the, it was right towards the end where it's like they, they play some, something in the way again. And, and the sun's coming out. It's like right towards the end. And the kid's like, oh, look, the sun. Oh. And he's like trying to be like goofy and funny. And I look at him like, I'm like, hey, shut up. Like, what are you doing? I, yeah. I, don't, I don't normally like to be confrontational in movie theaters, but I like, I was just, I'm like, what are you guys? I was like, and there's like seven of them, like, you know, but, and, and then like, yeah, they all run over, they sit there, they make noise. I tell them to shut up and then they just leave. They just left the theater. And I'm like, what was that? Like, you know, and, and so it's, you get a lot of that. You get, you get in a lot of riffraff and, and maybe I'm just getting older, but I feel like I can get a lot of riffraff and it's like in, in, you know, one of the theaters here in Santa Rosa, it's like, it's near the transit mall. And so you have to, it's like, Hey, like, you know, be careful. You might get mugged. Because yeah, it, of uh, homeless people and all that bullshit. <laughs> I haven't gone to that one in a long time. It's uh, talking about the Roxy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's shit. Uh, I, I don't, I don't go to that one. It's got like a lot more of that problems. That was the same one where that guy tried to cut the other guy's head off or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was just so, stabbing a guy. That, was, that wasn't at the I Roxy. Didn't hear about that. That, that was at the Roxy, wasn't it? No, uh, the one who got the guy who got stabbed in the neck and had his like who died. Who, I don't think he died. Uh, oh, okay, this is a different story then. Because the dude who died, that was near the library in Santa Rosa. The one who got, like, stabbed in the neck 80 times and got his head kicked off. That was, like, 10 years ago. 10 or 15 years ago. Oh, maybe. No, I did not hear about it, it was, So there was that wow. homeless guy that got stabbed to death, like, in an alley, like, in Santa Rosa. And then, like, that same guy who stabbed him, he went into a movie theater. And then, like, he, uh, he starts stabbing another guy. Just, like, during a movie. Uh, 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 Morgan's sister, Cecilia, she was in that movie theater when it happened. Holy she was in that, shit. yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, like, uh, it, it happened, and so it's just like, yeah, I don't think I really want, and like, I've there's been like a lot of just like kids that just show up, you know, just like, you know, ghetto kids just come in, just start causing a racket, and they just like run around and. It's like, Maybe, and like a lot of them, you tell them to shut up, they'll beat you up and shit. And so, like, the, the, they the, don't the have like attitude, they don't have like attitude, so it's like. I don't go to that one, um, but I do think that it would probably just be better. Uh, but it would be bad for the theaters. And it would be bad for the movie people to like. I, I it should just have like a more uh, of a inconvenience, more of an elite sort of yes. uh, system. Yes. Where you where you just have like if you want to go to a movie theater, then you have to buy a membership, and you can only go in. Like if you have the membership, you can't just drop in to 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 watch. But and like they would, they would have like more more selection or something like that. I don't know, but like, that's not for the average well, movie. That could goer. be kind of fun because it's like, then we have reasons to go to the theater. Yeah. It's like, Hey, like every Tuesday and Wednesday, me or like every Tuesday I go to the theater from noon to eight to watch like three or four movies. Yeah. That'd be like, kind of fun. Just asking like that, like, and it, it probably would get to that point because movie theaters are dying and it's going to become more of a niche thing. I mean, like these sort of problems, they don't happen at Summerfield when they're sh showing these. You and, know, they don't, and they don't happen at reading cinemas either, yeah, which is showing all the blockbuster films, at least not in my experience, which by the way, reading cinemas is like a much better theater they don't want, system. Yeah. Well, that too, I mean, like it's cheaper. Oh yeah. Really? I saw Batman in the Titan screen for 10 bucks. Well, 11 with fees, with oh. the online fees, $10. Mm -hmm. Whereas... 
fourteen dollars of the Roxy. Wow. So it's it's just kind of like it's a better screen. It's not assigned seating. Oh wait, yes it is. It's not true. It is assigned it seating is assigned. In, in the Titan Theater, and I think in all of them. But it's just like it's cheaper, and it's a better experience. And like I'm sure there's riffraff. I, I don't go to reading cinemas a lot. But, they would um, cut down on it, but it's just like that. It's so central is the yeah. other one. Anyway, we're kind of getting off topic because I don't think there was a topic. Well, okay. Well, I mean, we're getting off track from <laughs> like a thing that is more universal. Yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. now this is very it's, local. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, anyway, but but the, the the point is just like the theater going experience. Uh, it's it's uh you know, I don't. I think it's gonna die out. You know, and I think. Well, I think okay. maybe for the best because I don't know. I, I would I was initially agreeing with you on that for years and I was I was echoing the same thing but I feel like covid everyone being locked in I feel like now theaters are reviving yeah. revitalizing people want to like, get out yeah they want to get it might be a short burst thing it might just be like this is gonna be a thing for a few more months like for the rest of the year and then awesome. like if covid doesn't become a thing again in terms of lockdowns then people are gonna go all right like I'm done because mm-hmm. I mean like now it's like you have I mean dune came out on uh, HBO Max when it hit theaters. Whereas they're milking it with Batman, they're gonna they're gonna wait till the end of April to bring it to HBO Max. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, I think Black Widow was the same thing, or it came out like a little after. It, and, like, it came out like at the same time, and there was that was a whole thing. And like, I noticed that like their, their new uh, Pixar movie, the the panda red red going red or whatever. Uh, sounds very uh, political. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh, it came out, and like, it's now it's also on Disney Plus. Like, I don't I don't know, like it's 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 available. So people don't really have to go out. Uh, they're making it more accessible just for people not to go out. Um, Spawn, were you saying something all back where you were like, uh, it seems like people are becoming more uh, isolated in terms of just like people don't really hang out with each other anymore. Like everyone's just home. Everyone's becoming a homebody. Was that you who said that? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's true. That is what's happening. Yeah. And especially with like younger kids, like uh, the amount of sort of like uh, social problems they have is like, really high um they don't go out they don't really even learn how to drive like a lot of them have not been even been on a date like when they get pretty older like they're just pretty uh isolated from each other and they just kind of have some problems i don't know what the ramifications of this are going to be yeah but like and that includes going like to the movies and stuff like that so uh yeah a lot of people have become more homebody type and especially after covid and because and right now like it's kind of uh even like the the whole COVID thing, like like right now, the mask mandates they're not in effect here. It's effectively gone here. It's in it's pretty County, other it's, than yeah, hospitals. Yeah, I mean like, for, but pretty much like in California, like they they've been lifted. I don't think of, that there's any county SF left. lifted them. I'm pretty sure. Too. Yeah, yeah. So like and a lot of it's being lifted and stuff like that. And but still, like, uh, but schools they still have the, the, almost everybody's still wearing them. It's not enforced. It's strongly recommended, and so they are. So, like, what that says to me is that there is still the fear, is still there. So, like, this fear whole is a tool. Yeah, they think COVID's hiding in the shadows. Yeah. So, I mean, that that fear is still there. So, it's it's going to continue to keep people away from each other, and I think that that's going to be just using ex- as an excuse to be antisocial. Now, I think that's going to be a crutch. Uh, so. Yeah, there's uh so the youth are uh fucked. I feel like we're going to we're <laughs> no, I mean yeah, I feel like we're kind of going to get another version of the lost generation except they're not going to die the way they did during the Spanish flu. It's it's going to be more like they're going to be socially mentally lost. 
Mm. Um, I won't go too much into this because I don't know the full extent of the medical research, but they're saying that like uh, this whole mask thing is, is, is like has have had a lot of negative effects on like the development of children because the way like children have to like see faces and whatnot as they're like when they're going from being babies to like four or five and they're not seeing that because of masks. And so it's met and like, you know, I don't know the ramifications of it. I don't know the full extent of the medical research. So I'm just going to leave it at that. But that is something that's being talked about too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's, there's been like a, some sort of uh, dip in IQ or something like that yeah. in kids just because they're not getting the stimulation uh, anymore. So, um, well, rough and tumble play. I mean, like it's like back in our day, you know, we all, you know, we'd run out in the dirt and ride bikes and and just do kid stuff. It's like you'd you'd go give it give a kid a stick and a can and go have him go play with friends and just see what happens. And it's like you always made a good time of it. You know, it's like you play some version of baseball or hockey or or kick the can or just you just don't just beat the fuck out of each other with sticks. We did that too. We did that too. Okay, we would I would have lightsaber fights with my friends and there'd be welts on our arms by the end of it. We were <laughs> fucked up. Do you guys ever recreate movie scenes like as you as a kid? Star Wars, like mm-hmm. when you were outside playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Star Wars was yeah. my was my thing. When 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 Episode Two came out, like I just was like, okay, I'm gonna become Anakin Skywalker. Who is Padme? And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't hand. think I, I don't think I had a my <laughs> your hand. <laughs> my hand. Yeah, because I was a Game of Thrones. No, no um, your hand. My hand. Oh, my hand. No. <laughs> your hand was bad. <laughs> but she, well, she was a handmaiden after all, right? <laughs> but no, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's you know, I, I did that stuff too. It's like you create scenes. I used to like, um, I used to have like my Bionicle toys and I would, I would create what I called mind movies where my brain was the footage and my eyes were the camera and I would... I would, you know, like uh, create my own versions of this universe and this, and I'll make sequels and shit. It's like you had an imagination as a kid because you didn't have a fucking screen in front of your face all the goddamn time. And like, I, I don't want to sound like I like an old fogey here, but I hate seeing children with iPads and iPhones. I, don't, I mean, children. I don't mean teenagers. I mean children. Like, it's it's unhealthy. It's uh, it's unnatural. They need to be getting dirty and and scabbed up, and they need to be using their imagination. In the mud and in the on the floor in the living room. Yeah, yeah. that's what kids fucking do. But boredom is very important for that. Yeah. and uh, kids are bored all the time, and that's kind of they, they kind of need to have that in order to have like the imaginative play. Like yeah. when you, yeah, when you, when you're constantly being stimulated in that kind of way, uh, like entertained by just a screen, then it feels like it kind of dulls something. Uh, yeah, it's dulling. I feel like it's dulling your your spark of creativity because mm-hmm. when you're bored you have to be creative to yep. enjoy yourself and so other than fucking jerking off you know you got to find something to do and so it's like all right like what do you, you know back i used to skate a little bit when i was a kid and we'd go to the skate park i was terrible but it's just like it was something to do that was what we did we skated we'd maybe yeah, play guitar here. here and there like you know we'd we'd or just like hey let's just go out and get in trouble like i don't know let's just go do something what do you want to do i don't know we're 12 years old we're all broke like, you know, we, we don't have, obviously we don't have cars or anything. So it's just like, like what do you do? I don't know. Let's, let's go somewhere. Let's just let's figure just go it to out. the Creek and let's, yeah, let's go to the fucking Creek and just, like, or something. yeah, just stab, uh, amphibians to death or something like, I don't know. But it, you know, and I feel like uh, a lot of that's missing and I'm, and I'm meeting a lot of people who are in their early twenties and even mid twenties who just don't. And this, I mean, the, the mid twenties kids, no, that's only a few years from me. It's like, they don't have that. You know, they don't have that. Like. Yeah, man, I can just go out and wing it. You're, you know, it's just like, nah, I'm too afraid to socialize. I'd rather just stay at home. Like, I'm just going to game, like, you know. Well, parents usually shove those kind of things 
because their kid won't shut up. So they're like, here's a tablet, you know, here's an yeah. iPhone, play this game or something like that. And that's like their, their um, therapy for making a kid calm down. I think I'm going to lock my kid in the backyard with a stick <laughs> in the mud and go, that's your entertainment. Figure it out. Return to tradition. <laughs> Reject modernity. Return to tradition. Like it was funny. I was telling someone they were like, uh, would, "Would like you're gonna give your kid a cell phone?" I'm like, "They're gonna get a flip phone when they're 11, and they're gonna get a smartphone when they're in high school. That's what they're gonna get." <laughs> Unironically, it's like you're gonna get a flip phone because you're gonna want, like you know you're gonna want to communicate with your friends. I'm gonna need to communicate with you. You're not gonna have access to porn and any of that shit when you're that age. I will not allow it. I mean, they'll find it, but I'm gonna make it difficult for them. And uh, yeah, it's like, you're going to get a fucking flip phone. And when you graduate eighth grade, I will get you a smartphone. That's what about be... video games? Video games. It'll probably just be something you add in force. It's like, have you done all your work? When's the last here's time you went boy. outside? <laughs> it's like, when's the last time you went outside? Well, here's the thing. It's like when I was a kid, like video games were so much more precious to me because a, they weren't so readily available. I, uh, I don't want to say they're ch- cheaper now because they're not. They're like double the price they used to be when I was a kid. Triple. Triple, yeah, triple even. And so, but I don't know. They were just so much more precious to me as a kid. Now, as mm-hmm. I've gotten older, maybe I'm jaded by it. I also don't game as much as I used to. Yeah, same here. I don't really game But like, much. well, because, you know, back in the day, it's like you had shitty graphics. And so you had to rely on story to like, to, to push your game. So you had a lot of these really good old games that were, that, you know, today's standards look like shit. But now you got all these really shiny, beautiful games that have all these neat little doodads and gadgets that are just nothing. It's like, why did I, I spent 60, 70 bucks on a game that's just nothing. But it looks cute. It looks nice. It's 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 like a, it's like a cake. It's like the outside of a cake, and then you you know try to cut it, and there's nothing. It's just whipped cream. It's mm-hmm. just nothing. So I I don't know. Um, you know, I I was saying earlier that I went through like every summer, I would skate in high school. I would I would do a lot of skating, and uh, when we started hanging out with Spawn and Julian a lot, and gaming. And so I spent a lot of like I told you, I would become nocturnal. But at the end of the day, I always had a social life. I've always been a very social guy. Um, that's, that's a lot of that's because my dad would take me to these summer school things, summer camp music things. And so like, I was just like, Hey, here's a group of new kids. Go, go make friends. It's like, all right. And I did. Nice. It was cool. And so, yeah, I, I hope that our, I hope that the, uh, youth from here on out will be able to have what we all had growing up, which is what you said, Stefan, boredom, boredom and, uh, social uncertainty as a kid. It's like your parents throwing you in like a, a pit of wolves, uh, sort of say as far as like a bunch of kids you don't know go make friends and hopefully your kid can do it yeah seems like most people can but obviously there's a there's a couple exceptions but yeah you guys want to talk about the slap heard around the world you know it's funny <laughs> it's funny because someone brought up i am legend earlier and i i was gonna be like oh like yeah speaking of i am legend yeah. speaking of will smith oh uh, yeah uh well jason uh what do you think i think it's fucking you liked done. it you liked I didn't really it think lot? it was that big of a deal. I mean, honestly. Did you like it, though? Did I like it? <laughs> yeah. No. Did it turn you on? I didn't give Sexually? a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's slapping him right in the face. Oh, I wish you'd slap me, Daddy. Um, I just think it was milked for all it's worth. I, I just was like, okay, if he went up there and shot him or punched him in the face, but he just basically slapped him and walked off, and that was it. It's more disrespectful. Well, I mean, Especially it was the on, Oscars, the, on the streets, right? on the streets. When you slap someone, that is more disrespectful than punching them. That is like a, you're asserting your dominance when you slap somebody. When you punch someone, that's a little different, you know. And this is as far as like the 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 I don't want to say ghetto, but as far as like the the con the confrontation, physical physicality between men. When you punch a guy, it's not because it's like you're not necessarily trying to bring him down a pig. It's a little different when you're punching. There's a lot of different reasons to punch someone. When you slap, 
a man, when you're a man, you slap another man. That's a dominance thing. And Nothing so, but bitch slapping. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. to me, was how I looked at that. Was this is like, you are dominating essentially someone who you know is not going to hit you back. Because it's, it's Chris Rock. He's a small little, like, you know, comedian. Comedians are not generally very confrontational because they're comedians. They, they, have, they have their way of entertaining people and getting out of bad situations. They got their words. Yeah, they got their words. Um, so there, there's a I, lot, well, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, so as far, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, as far as I know, I didn't really follow the story that much. So she, Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith and then Will Smith was like, what the fuck? And then he went up there and slapped do you, him. Do you know, do you know why he got upset though? I mean, I'm honestly asking, like, do you, do you know why? He got I just upset? know that Chris Rock made a joke about her. Yeah. So, um, Jada Pinkett Smith has, um, alopecia, which is a hair loss disease. Um, it's not lethal as far as I'm aware. I mean, I know, okay. I know many people who have it, you know, I know it's, it's, it's just a genetic hair loss disease. Um, it's embarrassing. Sure. Especially if you're a woman in Hollywood, it's, I'm sure it's not great to like be losing your hair, but you're also a rich multi-million dollar woman in Hollywood. It's like, you can get some of the nicest wigs on the planet. I mean, dude, uh, effectively, uh, also she's black. Yeah. And so like, it's kind of a, that's kind of a thing with a lot of black women. They have like yeah, shorter, yeah. even like bald heads. It's which... becoming more uh, stylish. I mean, yeah. like the the Black Panther uh, women. Yeah, oh, the uh, the Dodi Malaj, however you say that. Yeah, like that word. Yeah. them. Like they they got bald heads. Like yeah. and it's kind of become popular. I, uh, I I knew a lot of bald black women when I was uh, when I was younger. Like because my dad did a lot of uh, music work in Oakland, and so like there was a lot of you know women who, who who shave their heads and you know when when you're a kid when you first see that you, th- you think it's weird and then you know I, I picked up pretty quick i'm like oh this is a it's a cultural thing it's generally amongst african-american women who do that unless of course it's a disease which i get it but jada has had short hair for a while and it might be alopecia yeah, related but because i know a guy I, I, don't, I won't say his name on the air but like i, I know a guy who who i did a lot of, who i did theater with who he had alopecia but you couldn't tell. You just like, oh, he's a dude with a buzz cut. And then someone told me he's alopecia. I was like, but he has a buzz cut. And the way his sister explained, it, he's like, well, if he keeps his hair short because the hair loss is less prevalent. Like when he starts to grow it out, it'll get pull. It'll like, you know, you, your your hair pulls on shit when you, when you're when you're sleeping, and so it's like it's more likely to fall out, or maybe it's it's more noticeable when his hair is longer. But like he just looked like a normal guy. And like yeah, you know, I knew a guy in high school too, a maintenance guy. Um, who he was the first person I ever met who had it. No hair on his body, no eyelashes, nothing. And I didn't initially notice that. I thought he was just bald. And then, I, you know, you take a closer look at him, and then I, I knew his kids, and they're like, oh, no, he has alopecia. I was like, okay. So anyways, you know, like, it can be embarrassing, in my opinion, obviously. And, and I, you know, I, I feel for those who have it. Um, however, it is no excuse to go on national television and slap someone in the face for telling a really fucking lazy joke in the grand scheme of things it's like who, who, when's the last time anyone saw gi jane has anyone talked about gi jane it's like a late 80s movie yeah yeah with demi Moore, i think yeah demi 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 no demi Moore, not denny villeneuve oh, okay. <laughs> but now i you know and 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 everything that's gone on between jada and, and will as, as far as we know in the tabloids it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like something that Will Smith would generally would normally do. And if you look at the footage, he was laughing while Jada was rolling her fucking eyes because she's a bitch. And I know, you know, I've I've obviously had my fair share in the entertainment industry. I know people who know her, and they say she's a huge bitch. So you know, I don't know. But uh, Spawn, what do you think? Well, at first, uh, I was uh, I thought. 
wow, what an asshole to do that. I mean, it just kind of like brings down the whole mood for one and it just kind of ruins it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, you could, you can like maybe yell at him or something or maybe do it later or something like that, but he had to do it in front of everybody. He had to make a big display of it and made yeah. everybody really uncomfortable. And then he won and it made it even more uncomfortable. And then he refused to leave and it was really uncomfortable. Um, so it, it, sorry, real quick. Did they ask him to leave before he, he won yeah. the Oscar? Yeah. Okay. okay. And like, uh, it was, uh, he just made it really uncomfortable uh to do uh to do that and you know it, it, so there's a thing people have talked about it too uh jester's privilege which is um i've never heard that term but i know what you're, go- you're yeah, going yeah so, so jester's privilege is like uh ain't a very like one of the oldest common law things you know like so the jester in the kingdom he can insult people he can make jokes you know but the thing is he's a fool and he doesn't really have any power and uh you're supposed to kind of take it you know he's He's being a fool. He's being a jokester. He can make these jokes, um, and you can't do anything to him. Like you, you can't hurt him. You know, like the the punishment for that in common law is they put you in a barrel, and then they uh, roll you down a very bumpy hill. And they beat you with a stick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they, they they had weird things like that back then, where like they wouldn't they wouldn't necessarily kill you. They would just make you really uncomfortable, and they would hurt you. It's like yeah, like they uh, if you if you stole stuff, if they didn't take your hands or kill you, they would just like they would throw rocks at you and they would kind of, it was kind of a version of stoning but the, the intent wasn't to kill it was just to like you know it's like hey like next Humble time yeah, yeah yeah so that's like, kind it, of funny it's just to rough <laughs> you up and just you know no, it's like well we gotta rough them up but we don't want to like do it physically because it was just you know we hurt the you know the jester anyway so there there's a thing like jester's privilege so the jester privilege you know like they there's kind of an understanding that he can say certain things um because that's his job uh and uh you're not supposed to you know go after him but he did, um, and and they say that when the, when the king kills the jester, that means the king is a tyrant. Yeah, so like there's that too, and like at first my thought process was like, okay, well, it's not that surprising to me that this that this happened. Um, but what is kind of surprising, what is surprising me now is I guess that people are up in arms about it, uh, and I think that's a good thing that people are. But the thing is like. Well, a lot of, I think that uh, a lot of us, like in the country, have uh, slided more towards being upset, accepting of violence. Um, yes. You know, like, you know, you can, yeah, you can rough them up. Yeah, just punch them in the face, you know. If you get offended by something, then, you know, you can do, you can have uh, certain justifications to do certain things. And I think that uh, this was just kind of a, a progression of that. At first, I thought this. And uh, I, I think that that is part of the justification because people uh, uh, are, are justifying what he did and are standing behind Will Smith for doing it. Um, and I think that that is more in line with like, well, we have gotten more used to just using violence. Violence has become part of the, the discourse, I guess, is uh, using violence against people that you don't like or you don't agree with or whatever. So I think that there is part of that, but I think that's mostly for the supporters. I don't, maybe not Will Smith. I think he's got his own thing going on. But uh, it, it did, like, piss me off that, you know, it's kind of come to this, I guess. But um, Yeah, well, what's upsetting to me, and Peterson talked about this, is that, you know, it's, it's essentially you're condoning violence against comedians, which is a very bad precedent to set. And it's funny because the first person to do it is a multi-million dollar actor to do it to a multi-million dollar comedian on national television, quote unquote, live. 
Yeah. And I, I, what I'm hoping we won't see is we won't see a slew of things like this happening at comedy shows where someone gets offended, you know, and then they go up there and they just assault the comedian or attempt to. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. I and, mean, there's, yeah. there's, and, and there's, it's very these possible. things have happened before isolated incidences, but it's like, I'm wondering if it's going to become a trend and I hope it, not. It, it could be. And, but like what I am surprised with is that, uh, I guess uh, Will Smith is facing some repercussions from this. And I think part of that is not exactly that he did it. It's that he did it to another person who is in the, who's in the club. Yeah. Who's in the club, who's in the Hollywood club. He did it to that. He did it to him, and he made all the other club members very uncomfortable in to do it in their presence. Like, if you're going to go beat somebody up as a star, you do it outside. You do it somewhere else. You do it to a lowly peasant. A plebeian. You, you do it to yeah. them, you know, uh, if that's what you want to do. Um, and then we can ignore it. But then if you do it in front of us, then that's offensive. And also to one of our own members. So I think that, that it is more, it's less that he did it. I think it's more of like the specific, the specific person who he did it to is part of the same club and made everybody feel very uncomfortable about it. Yeah. And it kind of like degraded like the... Uh, the opulence of the what the Oscars are supposed to be, and it kind of like well, I don't think he's the first person to do that. Yeah, well, <laughs> he didn't have to use his hands either. Yeah, so. I mean, like a, he could say that a, the Oscars are are bullshit, which a lot of it is. I think this is the second year I haven't watched it, and I I, I started watching the Oscars religiously at fourteen, mm. and the last one I watched was right before the pandemic struck in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. Sorry, um, but yeah, like a. Yeah, so he, he does this, and it's not a very good precedent. And he offended uh, – what, doing what he did wasn't exactly wrong, I think, to a lot of people. It was just that he did it at the wrong place to the wrong person. And if he would have done this to somebody else, I think that nobody else would have really cared. And, uh, you know, but he's facing repercussions. Like, he was asked to leave, and people are, you he know – take his fucking Oscar away. Yeah, people are saying they should take his Oscar. He's resigned from the, the Academy – and he's facing some sort of uh, um, punishment from the academy, like maybe not allowing him to come back. Uh, Jim Carrey like was appalled. You see his. Yeah, Jim Carrey. I was surprised by that. Yeah, that's. Jim Carrey's a, a nut job now. I'm surprised <laughs> that he had like a, a rational thing to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, there's that, and also like his production on some of his movies have been halted, like Bad Boys Four. It's like you know, on hold right now. Um, I heard they've been pulling his movies from like. Uh, channels or whatever really wow, wow i don't think they should cancel him i think that's a bit far because i don't really support cancel culture but i i i, th I think he should have his oscar revoked because not not only because he's a douchebag but it's like you did that at the oscars you were at the ceremony you should be disqualified when that happened whoever runs the academy should have made a phone call and go give it to the next guy whoever got next in line give it to them go change the card out put a put a put a post-it in it change the card Mm -hmm. I'm sure they've done shit like that before. They should have done that, but he won. I mean, his his speech was just like it was just yeah. It was basically like yeah, you know, when he was crying, I know right? what I did, but you don't understand how hard it is to be who. It's like no, I no. it's all about love. It's all about I need to lead my people. Yeah, and it's now just, it's just this. like is that was that was that like a fucking was that a, like a Afro Nation thing? Or did he mean actors? Like what? It's like like you what he should have done is he should have called Chris Rock on the stage. And apologized at the mic and gave him a fucking hug. No, he did not. He, he, there was no sign of like what he did, what he felt like he did was wrong. No, it, I know. No, what I'm saying is what he should have done is he should have been like, even if he didn't mean it, he should have been like, I, I would like to bring Chris Rock on stage. Like, I'm deeply so sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm having a rough time. 
Like, or, or just, you know, if you didn't bring him on stage, just like, just tell him, just say it. But instead he just goes, I apologize. He goes, lazy apology to the Academy. And like then afterwards. Yeah. And, and then he makes us a, a Instagram post. Oh, sorry, Chris Rock. But my wife's health condition, bro. She's losing her fucking hair. Give me a break. Give me a fucking break. Right. How many bald men, how many men so, who don't have diseases are losing their hair? So, so this goes to like another thing, which is, uh, what a lot of the memes have been about, which is that, uh, uh, Will Smith and his relationship not being uh the most healthy <laughs> to say the least uh there was you know an interview that they did together where they were talking to each other about the relationship and how she had went out on him and he was also cheating on her and stuff like that but uh just that he kind of you know accepted that and let it go and there didn't seem to be any remorse on her part did you see the table talk the red table talk uh, the round table, round table, like, red table, whatever. Yeah, it was very. He seemed vengeful. He was pissed. Mm. He just he's like, I'm gonna get you back. <laughs> like, oh, you just you just you had an entanglement. Like, he's not happy. He's not happy about it. And the thing is, though, is that he's he's uh, curated his image for a very long time to be like this kind of uh, family friendly Will Smith. You know, like he's very successful. Um, much approachable kind of leading man figure and he's very driven for success and now all this is kind of you know he's essentially being emasculated publicly by jada pinkett smith you know like kind of putting this out there and like uh his son too is also like kind of weird and off and it's kind of like it's not a fucking meshing. nut job dude. yeah not he's kind of messing with his brand and like he's 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 worked really hard to kind of keep this together and uh like there there was an actor acting roundtable he did and uh he was saying like oh you know like this is like years ago and he uh he said like you know like i remember when i was younger and then like a girl she cheated on me and i said i'm going to become uh uh, the most famous actor in the world so that this will never happen to me again. So he, and he wow. said this and he said like, you know, like, and I, you know, it's kind of weird, you know, that I kind of attached that to this, but I do. So, and then for this to happen to him again, after him being the most, like, you one know, of the most famous, actors one of the most ever. famous actors, most successful actors, it's like kind of, I would imagine pretty traumatic for him. Um, and it's just kind of like, and then also during that, that talk with him and Jada Pinkett Smith together, like it really made it seem like he was never going to be enough for her. And she made it clear that that was the case that she, that he could not be there to, uh, satisfy her and, uh, and, uh, he won't be good enough. And a lot of it is revolving around her own ego. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know these people. I will never meet these people. So uh, it doesn't really matter what I think. But if, from what I have learned is that he seems to be going through some really bad relationship issues publicly. And uh, he's it's gotten to the point now where uh, probably, if from what it seems like, he's whipped. He's just whipped and he's cucked. Yeah, and, uh, it's, you know, and, and that's the sad part about it is that like I I don't know. He's completely emasculated, and yeah. this is like his. This is like when you know he he's like known as the masculine man in the family. He's the father of the family. He's he's a provider. He's a protector. And then right when he lose, he's basically lost control of that, and he's emasculated. What does he do? He like 
to to exercise his dominance to show his power he you know resorts to violence to prove himself to his woman and yeah. so like this is like and then he cries about it and all this sort of stuff afterward. He's like, yeah, I, you know, like this is what it needed to be. Uh, and he's trying to justify it to himself and try to justify it to other people. And it's, it's just, it's really sad. It's really, really sad of what's going on with him. Um, yeah. I, I, um, I still think he should have his ass beat for that, but that's the only consequence I think. Oh, and he should lose his Oscar. I don't think he should be canceled because that's a bit much. He, he, the, at the end of the day, he did just hit a guy. You don't need to ruin, take all of his films away and, and no, no. even halt production, but he definitely needs to check himself. Yeah, I always think that probably the best punishment is being put in a barrel. And then roll down a bumpy hill. It's true. It's I mean, true. And then but you we'll just roll, roll, down down. roll him down a, a bumpy bill. He'll come out and he'll be like, hee hee, ha ha. And then he'll stop doing that. Return to tradition. <laughs> Return to tradition. Roll people down hills. Yes. In barrels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's like Holly, Hollywood is, is, is. It's a big. That was a big Holly weird thing where it's yeah. just like what like you just can do that and then you win the oscar then everybody like claps for you and no one knows what to do and then he says like ah this is you know uh i'm an act uh, i'm just a emotional guy i'm like my character uh this is for my people uh all about love and then Bye. Leaves. Yeah. like what the hell is this you know like yeah. it was it, it, it you know it's it's a very weird sort of contrast of just morals and ethics just all at once very very holly weird yeah and and sure. hollywood is 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 a disgusting out of touch uh industry to say the least without going on a tangent about that but it's, it's very toxic yeah uh, you know it's like i don't know it's gonna be weird to say this on on the air but it's made me think twice about what i want to do for like a living as far as getting an entertainment I mean, I'm still going to do it, <laughs> but it's like, it makes me think about it. I'm just like, it's like, do I really want to be a part of this? Do I want to work with people like this? Hypocritical people who tell us all how to live and, and how to behave. And at the end of the day, they're all terrible. They're mm -hmm. like, they're all, they're either as flawed as we are or worse. And they're telling us how to be virtuous. I mean, like, what we saw like right there is a perfect example of what Hollywood is. You get these people who do shitty things like that whether it's assaulting someone or, or, or doing horrible shit, like, you know, like rape or something. And then they just go on there and they, they're like, you know, I'm a vessel for my people and, and hashtag something, whatever matters. And, 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 you know, like y'all need to be better. Okay. You need to be better people. And they're just terrible. They're all assholes. And it's like, who the fuck are you to tell me how to live? Fuck off. Yeah. And it just like, it's, it's like one thing I've been, I've been feeling like I've been losing so much respect for so many like actors and musicians who I've loved growing up because they're just, they won't, they're opening their mouths and saying shit and sh and then getting caught doing other shit and being stupid. And it's just like, just shut up and do your fucking job. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, a room full of like drug addicts and child molesters. Like what, what are you, what are you going to tell me, uh, you know, to, to live my life? What, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and, it, and it's just like, it's, it's like, who the fuck are they? It's like, just, just shut up and do your fucking job. Entertain me. Dance, jester. Cause that's what you are. You're a clown. You're just a fucking, like an overpaid clown. Getting back to clowns. Yeah. <laughs> you're just cussy. Okay? You're cussy. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. That's, yeah it's, it's, been, it's been an interesting uh, it's been an interesting few weeks. Just kind of like, just kind of, I don't know. It's like we have a new, it's, it's, we're still young in, in 2022. It's, it's kind of a young year. We're not really halfway through it yet. You know, we've had a handful of good films, Batman and, and weird Holly weird shit. And just, I don't know. It's just, 
been an interesting year to say the least. Well, it's been a little bit more interesting than the last few years for damn sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it seems less hectic so far. I know the midterms coming up, so we'll see how that goes. But really shortly, um, did you hear about E three getting canceled this year? No. Yeah. It got Why canceled. did it get canceled? I, I have no idea. I just saw it in big like letters on all these web pages, and I was like, okay. Wow. Was it can- it was canceled last couple of years? Right? Yeah, it was, and they're canceling it this year too. I didn't even know they had a second one. <laughs> yeah, they they canceled uh, the e the first e movie e two and e. <laughs> yeah, but no, you it's know it's weird. uh it's, I I it's funny like folks like you know for those listening I know this is a very off the wall episode because like well what is it about and to be honest like I just I don't know I, it's clussy it's clussy it's about clussy <laughs> this is That's the clussy episode all right um but no I'm I'm happy that we all got to meet up and kind of just wing it and talk about what's going on and what we're all yeah. interested in and 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 all the the hubbub and the news as far as, far as celebrities yeah. go. I wanted to give a shout out really quick to a few of our uh listeners um Gabby Moon and Josie on SG Suicide Girls you guys rock. Uh thanks for listening. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, it was good to have everyone in here Stefan. Once again, thank you for yeah. coming in. We're gonna have you back. I think we're gonna probably our next episode will probably be Watchmen. We're gonna be Watchmen. You're part of the show now, bud. Uh, I guess so. (laughs) Jason, if people wanna uh, slip into your DMs, where do they find you? Oh, they're gonna find me on Instagram under We Attack at Dawn. Uh, I don't really use Facebook often, like not hardly anymore, to be quite honest. I think you're old enough to use Facebook, right? It's all boomers now. Pretty much, (laughs) it's Gen X kids. Uh, Instagram, um, I'm not on Twitter. I don't hardly use Snapchat, so Instagram is the best, uh, best place to find me. We have a Twitter. I've been thinking about deleting it. Yeah. I hate Twitter. Twitter's so toxic. Oh, isn't that cool that Elon Musk bought twi- uh, 10% ridiculous. of... What's going to happen? I don't know. He's been, He's now on the board. Listen, I'm going to send Twitter to space. Twitter <laughs> as an organization will go to space. Yeah, we have an Instagram, too. We do. So. The Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. Um Facebook as well. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, once again, this has been another fun, riveting, improvisational episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I am Anthony. And I'm Jason. Thank you so much again, Stefan, for coming in today. Mm-hmm. We will see you all later. <laughs>